Welcome to Flicks and Giggles. It's time for spooky season horror movies. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> um, today we have our top favorite horror movie picks. We 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 said we would pick three, but then it just kept growing. We so picked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we picked many. So we split them up into categories because that's actually how many we picked instead of just three. Yes. And we're going to give you our favorite slashers, paranormals, cults, psychologicals, creatures, zombies, zombies. <laughs> and it's going to get crazy. It's going to get real scary up in this bitch. <laughs> Super spooky. Um, I will be going on my phone because I half wrote notes on my phone and then in my book. So Great. I sorry. didn't write notes at all. We're just winging it. <laughs> I'm gonna speak from my heart. Yeah, I can't do that. I I need to plan things. <laughs> I am a planner. <laughs> I need to know what's happening at what time on what day. But I can go with the flow when I know the plan. <laughs> <laughs> knows the plan and then shows up an hour late. <laughs> She's like, "Gonna be out of time, guys." <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh, she took me out. <laughs> yeah, she's right. <laughs> I just need to know when the flow starts and ends, and then I'll make just it. Show up somewhere in the I'll make yeah, it. Right. <laughs> oh, I'm crying. Okay, I'll start. Okay, I'll go with zombie films. Great, because I don't have a zombie slay. Um, zombie films. I have. My favorite one of all time is Train to Busan. Busan? Busan? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. It's okay. I'm sorry. I don't mean to butcher this. So, the premise is a man and his daughter um, become trapped on, like, this, like, high-speed train during a zombie apocalypse. And it is action-packed, edge-of-your-seat, high anxiety, but also it has a lot of, like, heart. Like, I just, you just really root for the people, and it, it has you from the beginning to the end. You will cry, and you will also be, like, so anxious for all the characters, and it's just, it's genuinely one of the best horror movies I've ever seen. I've been meaning to watch it since it came out, and I've literally never done it. God. Our list of things we need to watch, because it's, like, someone else, another person's, like, favorite, is a growing and we haven't even started. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, that would be my favorite zombie film. Honorable mention would be 28 Days Later, which has Killian Murphy. And that zombie movie, I feel like, is like completely different tone, where it's like not as action-packed. It's like a little bit slower. It's like this bicycle courier man who wakes up in a hospital and then he it's like empty. He's going on the streets of London. Everything's empty. And he's like, what's going on, guys? And then he pretty much finds out it's been 28 days since the world like collapsed because of like a violent inducing virus, zombies. And it's them trying to find their way to like survival. And he meets up with like new survivors and stuff. And yeah. It's Is he open up? Yes. I just took my earring apart. He's Oppenheimer. He's Oppenheimer. Okay, see, I have been seeing his name because I've just been reading it and I haven't been, like, hearing it. I've been seeing it Cillian. It's Killian? Killian. Interesting. Killian okay. Murphy. Um, the one thing about 28 Days Later that I thought was really terrifying was there's this one part where the survivors are trying to make it to this, like, military refuge and they get there and they find out it was actually all a ruse and the people that were running that compound just wanted to lure women because they wanted to make them slaves to repopulate the earth. <laughs> Great. And I just feel like, I don't know, if the world ever descended into a zombie apocalypse, women would be even more in danger and not just because of zombies. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about this. I was like, I if, if the apocalypse happened, zombies are not just apocalypse. And I either didn't have my dad or Kenny 
I would probably just like not to be grim, but I would probably just end it all because it is rough out there. I don't. It's you can't be trusted anybody. I feel like when there's no laws. Yeah, it's hard to be a woman now. <laughs> yeah, right. And there's laws. <laughs> and there's laws. Um. So yeah, those would be my favorite. And this one's not really like horror in that way, but I really have to mention Zombieland because I love that film. Okay, I was gonna say I don't have a, a horror zombie movie because I don't watch zombie movies because Zombieland did it for me and I don't need anything else. <laughs> I, I truly will never need to watch a zombie movie ever again. I I will consume every zombie media. I just love zombie films. I don't know why. Can't explain it. Fair enough. Something about the dead. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, Zombieland is one of my favorites. I have made every single one of my close friends that haven't seen it watch it with me, and I've never seen it. Such a good movie. That's a comfort movie. For it me. is a comfort movie. Yeah. Um, and the second one was so good. Rosario Dawson. Yes. Um, okay, mine. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna go to slasher because I feel like slasher and zombie kind of fit in the same yeah. world. I don't have slasher. Okay. <laughs> My favorite slasher is, I have Scream 5, specifically the, the fifth one. And I know there's like a lot of people out there that really ride or die for the, for the original Screams. I'm okay. They're good. They're good. Is the fifth one with like Jenna Ortega? Yes. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I really, I really want to watch it. I've heard a lot of good things. It's good. And the sixth one was <clears throat> good, but it wasn't as good. Okay. I think the fifth one I really... Didn't know there was a sixth. Yeah, it came out, like, this year. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It was okay. I like the fifth one. The fifth one was it for me. Okay. And my honorable mention is Fear Street 1994. That one was really good. Only that one, though. I didn't love it when they went back in time. For the, for the second and the third one. Mm -hmm. But I really liked the 94. It's so... It's exactly the perfect amount of, like, cheesy stupid that you want out of a slasher mm -hmm. movie, you know? Like, they're kind of making fun of themselves. And it... It didn't take itself too seriously, but it was also just so good. Yeah. And it's, it's an honorable mention for me. I like that. Yeah. I think the only slasher film I can think of right now is X... Which I haven't seen. Also with Jenna Ortega. Girly was doing Is she in that? Films. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. And it's, I really liked it. It was, it was really good. We got Maxine from it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it. I'm like saying it as if you know. <laughs> like, she's just, it's Mia, Mia Goth? Yeah. Yeah, it's her character. People okay. really loved her. I, I've been meaning to watch it, and I've been meaning to watch Pearl, and I haven't. Mm -hmm. And I've been meaning to watch Train to Busan, so... <sighs> I have a lot. Of in X. What? <laughs> what a random thing. Yeah, he has a really interesting scene in that one. Okay. I don't know if I would even recognize him. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Kid Kenny. Is Kid Kenny white? No. Okay, I don't know. I don't... I tried to fix her room and I can't. I needed. <laughs> okay, I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> Getting white. That's so funny. <laughs> Whoa, that's about what I expected him to look like. This is him. That's crazy. I really never ever seen a picture of him. Oh, can you see it? Can you? Oh. <laughs> that's wild. I didn't need to do that. You could have just. I could have just entered it. <laughs> that's fine. Anyways, that's him, and he is in X. Interesting. Oh, really good. Wow. You learn something new every day. <laughs> something new every day. Um, is Elton John British? <laughs> is Kid Cudi white? Coldplay is British. Who <laughs> knew? Not me. Um, next one. Where should we go? Hmm. I don't know. You pick. Let's go Supernatural. Okay. I feel like we both have. I have a lot to say. Yes. Um, I don't have a lot. I <laughs> my favorite favorite supernatural paranormal is The Conjuring. I genuinely think it is like a perfect movie. I agree. I just it's um the premise is a family of seven moves into like a secluded home and then they pretty much figure out there's like a presence living there and it is not a nice one and it starts with like little small things like the clock stopping every day at like 
the same time at like 2.45 or 3 a.m. or something like that. And then things like starts to escalate. And then that's where Ed and Lorraine Warren comes in. And I'm pretty sure it's also based on a true story. Yeah, because Ed and Lorraine were real people. Yeah, and this yeah. was one of their cases. And I just think not only is it like truly terrifying because of the jump scares, it also does a really good job of like building suspense and like um, keeping you in tension throughout the whole movie. And in a lot of like paranormal films, whenever there's an entity and they do like a reveal, I, I usually laugh. You're like, <laughs> you can really tell the makeup, the costume, you're like, Ugh. In this one, terrifying. To this day, I can see her face. I know her name, Beth Sheba, and it's genuinely terrifying. I am still afraid of closets to this day as a grown 22-year-old woman because of that movie. I'm. It's so, it, it, it left something in me, scarred me, and I love it. The thing with The Conjuring, I agree. I think it is honestly a perfect movie. And I think what they did so well that really stands out to me is the, like, auditory horror. Mm -hmm. Because you can really make or break a horror film with sound. And just especially the, the entity, like, joining in on the knocking. Mm -hmm. Like, the knocking has become such a thing from that movie. Like, it's... You know exactly what you're talking about. It, it stands out so much. And I think it was... Honestly, that was one of the scariest parts of the movie. Mm -hmm. Is when she hears the knocking and she opens the cabinet and no one's in there. Mm -hmm. And it's just like the hand coming out from the clothes. <laughs> I just think they did such a good job. I Yeah, yeah. I agree. That's, that's up there for me too. There's one scene from The Conjuring that is still terrifying. That The scene that made me terrified of closets is when she's like on top of the wardrobe. Yeah, and then she's like going to like open it or whatever, and then she looks up and it literally jumps down on her. That scene, I can't get rid of it. I, I have it in my head. Just so many scenes with closet in that movie, like when they were playing like the their game, and then she's like, "I can hear you breathing." Stop it her! Stop it! <laughs> Stop it right now! <laughs> so good. Um. Yeah. Mine, listen, I had a really hard time with this because I love paranormal horror and I don't know how to pick <laughs> a favorite. Conjuring is definitely an honorable mention for me. Um, I, it's not a movie. I always want to talk about Haunting of Hill House. I also think it's just perfect. Like I yeah. absolutely no notes. Genuinely. We've decided we're going to do a whole episode on it because mm -hmm. we have to. We have to. Too much to say. Yeah. And it is just beautifully, beautifully written. Yeah. But I also just... It's classic. I think it came out in a very specific time in my life where I was really young. And I got to watch it as kind of like a first step into paranormal horror because I had to like age into this movie. Mm -hmm. um, and it is the paranormal activities. And I know. <laughs> basic. It's literally called Paranormal Activity. Like, <laughs> but it's Paranormal Activity 1 and Paranormal Activity 5. Mm. I seem to like the fifth movies of, yeah. of uh, series. Something about number five. They're just exactly the basis of a ghost movie. It feels like it feels like when you're... <laughs> you ever watch like um, BuzzFeed Unsolved or like mm -hmm. any vlog ghost hunters yeah and you kind of want something to actually happen on screen and then it never does yeah you know and then they'll uh, yeah you it's the satisfaction it is that. truly it's the satisfaction <laughs> it's the satisfaction of like pretending i'm watching a vlog channels ghost hunting but there's actually ghosts <laughs> like and <laughs> that's all i want <laughs> literally that's all i want and i i love the like the you know the ghost dragging people around in the air and it looks kind of cheesy but it's so good and honestly maybe it's because I watched them younger and I've rewatched them many times but they are such a they're such a comfort movie for me I love them I think they're so well done I need to rewatch it because <clears throat> I saw it so long ago that. I, like, know what it's about and what happens, but, like, I don't actually remember it. So I feel like if I watched it again, it would probably, like, affect me. And I'd be like, 
Yeah. Get a little scared. There was... <clears throat> the other ones are, like, okay. I think some of them got a little bit... They got caught up in just trying to make sequels. Mm-hmm. I think the fifth one, they really struck gold. Maybe <laughs> the fifth one is the point where they, like... It's not necessarily a sequel, but it's kind of like a reboot, like, yeah. and it's like completely new people, new generation. I think it was, too. And so it just has this new, fresh take on something that is already done. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably... Get, get around to the fifth mark, and you're like, this is where they change people. <laughs> this is when it's different showrunners. Hey, you know what? The first one changed me, so... <laughs> Um, my honorable mention for Supernatural is Sinister. Oh, yeah. See? I can't pick. <laughs> it's just, again, with Entity movies, it's hard to be scared when you see the Entity because you're just like, that's some guy in makeup and costume, and you're like, I can see it. Yeah. Like, the one from Insidious looked like a character from Star Wars. He looks like Darth Maul when he <laughs> shows up right here on the guy's shoulder. He's red, and he's got stripes on his face. Yeah. I, I, I think I actually made me laugh the first time me I saw too. it. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Like, it's, I got scared. I was scared of him until he showed up and I was like, oh. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's fine. Um, but Sinister, when they did the reveal of the entity, terrified. <laughs> I, I can't. It's so scary. Yeah. And not only that, the entire movie is also just so disturbing. Mm-hmm. I, what I like about Sinister, though, is maybe they understood that sometimes when you see the entity, the feeling goes away. Mm-hmm. And I like that they only showed him at the end. Yeah. Because then you got the whole movie to be scared of this unknown, but they didn't let it be unknown. Yeah. You got just, like, a taste of it. Mm-hmm. And it was still terrifying. Yeah, and the jump scare was so good that, like, the first time you watch it, it really gave me a little bit of a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> the second time I watched it, I was like, that's actually kind of silly. Yeah. But then, the first time, it really got me. Yeah. But, like, that feeling of it being so creepy just stays. Yeah. And it's a little bit found footage. It is. It's a little bit found footage. It's family-oriented. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Spooky. <laughs> Family oriented. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's it. Okay, what other categories do you have? Uh, psychological creature and gothic and cult. We can do cult. Okay, cult. I don't know why I was talking like that. We can do cult. <laughs> um, cult for me is the lodge, and I know this may not be considered a cult movie. Hear me out. <laughs> and I didn't spoil it last time, so I'm gonna spoil it this time. Okay, because I still I, haven't seen it. I think that oh frick. It's okay. Okay, I won't spoil it wholeheartedly. It's um dad gives his kids to his new girlfriend to take on a vacation so that they can kind of get to know each other because the kids don't like the new stepmom. Mm-hmm. So he takes them to their like cabin in the woods, right? Um, and then they get snowed in and dad can't come pick them up. And then the new wife starts acting a little weird. The kids end up finding out that she is, was in a cult, in a religious cult. She's an ex-cult member. And they start finding these newspaper clippings and these videos of them doing weird cult shit. And she starts kind of repeating these, um, I guess, habits Mm. that she got from when she was in a cult. And then you find out that she's like the only surviving member. Um, and a lot of stuff happens. I think they did so well with shock value. I won't, I won't actually spoil it all the way. I think that's enough spoiler, but the, the way they did certain scenes, there's a scene with like a hanging and there's a scene with a shooting and it was one of those movies where I actually was like physically gasping out loud because it was just the shock value was so good. I so I don't know if it's actually a cult cult movie because it wasn't people actually in a cult mm-hmm. at that time. It was just it had that cult element. Yeah. I guess it would be kind of psychological horror. Right. But 
because you have like the isolation factor. It's definitely isolation horror and it's a little bit psychological, but I'm putting it in the cult category because I needed something in the cult category <laughs> and I wanted to talk about the lodge. <laughs> and she was in a cult, so it fits. Um, but yeah, we need to watch it. Okay. I think it's, it's a really good movie. We'll watch it. Um, my cult is Midsommar. I haven't seen a lot of cult horror films, to mm. be honest. Um, but this one is not only because it's the only one I could think of, but also <laughs> it's just, like, really good. It is. It's genuinely... Like, I feel like... Uh, like, everyone was kind of saying, and I agree, that, like, it almost makes you... It almost is, like, indoctrinating you mm. at the same time because you start justifying, like, Danny's actions at the very end, like, for her, and you're happy for her. Yeah. She, like, you know, gets all of that. Yeah, it's a disturbing ass movie. A very disturbing axe to the face because they didn't die. That one was a lot for me. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I, that's one of those movies where I'm like, I very much enjoyed this and I will never be watching it again. Yeah. I Ever. think the scene where they were like running, like one of the cult members was running in like someone's skin. Yep. Do you remember that? Yep. Yeah. I, it's just so. Oh, uh, like, it's just so disturbing, and the acting was so good. Like, Florence Pugh, that's, that was the first film that I ever saw her in, I think, mm -hmm. and... I mean, you do, I think, yeah. And ever since then, I was, like, a fan. Like, ever since then, I've been following her new movies, and I just love her so much, and yeah. she was just so good in it. Yeah, I can I can rewatch slasher. I can rewatch paranormal. I can rewatch psychological. Something about Midsummer. Nope, it's never actually gonna grace my eyes again. Like I just can't. I don't want to put myself through that again. It's fair. <laughs> you know, it was so weird when celebrities were like throwing like Midsummer ass parties. Do you remember that? Like they were people like doing like dinner parties, and it was like themed like that. I was like, did you know? Really did you watch the movie? <laughs> also, when... I just feel like celebrities do a thing where they, like, take things from horror movies and then they they make a theme out of it, and it's like, yeah, like, you do you, boo, but doing The Handmaid's Tale as a dinner party? That's fucked. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that's a thing. Who did that? Do you think it was the Kardashians? Of course it was! Of course it was. I think. Oh, my God. But, yeah, they all had, like, the little red robes and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just... Let me... You can pause out. for fact-checking. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Kylie Jenner throws Handmaid's Tale party doesn't seem to understand Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Did they do activities? <laughs> I, I hope not. <laughs> Woo, okay. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Throw a Project X themed party yeah. and just don't burn the house down. Yeah. Why are we doing Handmaid's Tale? Right. Why are we doing Midsummer? Yeah. Throw a zombie land party. Do it. Please. Just please leave women suffering out of it. Literally. Why? Okay. Psychological? <laughs> Speaking of women suffering. <laughs> I think, okay, the first movie that ever, I did not write this down, but I'm thinking about it now. The first movie that ever got me into psychological was definitely a sixth, sixth sense. That is so hard to say. Oh, with Bruce Willis? Yes. Yes. I feel like that is everybody's introduction into psychological thrillers and horrors. I think so. And she deserves an honorable mention. Yeah. I think she deserves it. Absolutely. Um, I think I need to rewatch that because I feel like I don't actually remember how it ends because I watched it so young. Yeah. And so, and that's like a big part. So if I rewatch it, it'll still be like kind of new to me. Yeah, I, I won't can, tell like, you. I, I can rediscover it. You should rewatch it. I unfortunately remember how it ends. I'm like, oh, I kind of almost wish I didn't. <laughs> yeah, so I, I could rewatch I it. I don't. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, mine, I'm stuck, but I think one comes out on top. My, I think the one that comes out on top for me is Oculus, mm -hmm. which, if you don't know, 
Karen Gillian. Is it Gillian or Jillian? Karen Gillian? I've been saying Jillian, Karen but Jillian? I wrong. I mean, you've been saying Cillian, and I've been saying Killian. We can't be trusted. <laughs> Gillian and Jillian, Cillian, Million, Killian. We could have said that before. We could have. But here we are. Um, it is her brother is kind of, is going down for the murder of her parents. They end up at her parents' house. They're going through things, and they find this mirror. And um, then a bunch of wacky stuff starts happening. Have you seen it? I, is this the one where she like? Yep. A light bulb. Yep. Ah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I know that scene is in the trailer, so it's not much of a spoiler, but she thinks she's biting into an apple, and then she looks down and she bit into a light bulb, and it's like yeah. bloody, and the glass is in her mouth, and she's chewing it. Uh, yeah. That whole movie is... They just did it so well over and over and over again, and you'd think that you would be like... You would think maybe you'd get tired of it, but you were literally at the edge of your seat, like, and you know it's about to happen. You know what they're seeing isn't real, mm-hmm. but you're like trapped on the other side of the screen, and you're like, ah! see, look what you're look, literally. Look, look. You're like, just, just no, it's not real, it's not real. But uh, yeah. And the first time I watched it, I was like, wow, great movie. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it again, and then I bawled my eyes out because it got to me, man. I was like, I don't know. And it has stuck with me ever since. My second one is one we watched together. She remembers. <laughs> <laughs> because you reminded me. <laughs> um, in its incident in a ghost land. Mm-hmm. Um, the premise of that is like this successful author pretty much goes back to like her childhood home to visit her mom and shit goes south. <laughs> yeah. And her, her sister yeah. is there. There was a traumatic thing that happened when they were like children. Mm-hmm. And then, and that's what she wrote her book about. And she hasn't been back since. And she led this whole life. And then she goes back. And then it's like... Her sister's kind of stuck in this like infantile state from the night of that incident. Yeah, and then it really all unfolds, and we won't tell you the ending. It's so Go good. It. Like, the the biggest plot twist. I wasn't expecting it. Like, I actually wasn't. Yeah, the biggest plot twist. And not only that, it's, like, it's one of those movies that are, like, based on, like, human cruelty. Yeah. And what humans are capable of. And I... It, it did such a good job of it, and it was so horrifying Mm -hmm. and it really it has you like second guessing a lot until everything connects and you're like fuck yeah i love it when i can't predict the ending of a movie yeah and that movie plays into like um childhood and like there's that scene where she gets painted up like a porcelain doll and she's just absolutely going through it. Mm-hmm. She's, like, dissociated. It's, like, it plays into fears and, like, childhood. It flips everything that you would have loved as a child into something that you are absolutely, like, horrified of. Yeah. And the the scene of what happened to them as children is, like, absolutely horrific to watch. Devastating. And... And you are, like, actually just, like, screaming at the TV for them to be okay and to... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a hard one. It's a it's a hard watch, but in the it's best way. It's a hard way. watch. <laughs> in the that, best way. That's your trigger warning. It's a hard watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's a great movie. I also have Incident in the Ghostland up there. But I also have, like, two other films that I really love. Um, Give it to us. So, the first one I was going to say was Hush. Which, the premise is, like, this deaf woman is in, like, a secluded, like, cabin, pretty much. And she's there for, like, a writer's retreat or something like that. She's just there, maybe vacation. don't really remember. But then what happens is there's, like, a masked, pretty much killer who figures out that she's deaf and she's alone. And he pretty much just tries to break in and kill her. Mm. And it's this deaf woman who is just trying her best to, like, survive and again, I think I love 
I love paranormal, supernatural, because it's it's so terrifying, and I truly do believe in, like, ghosts and things like that, but on top of it, I would say, like, human cruelty. I wrote human horror, because I didn't know how else to describe yeah. it. That is just so much more terrifying, because it could actually happen it's to you. a different level of scary. Yeah, yeah because it, it's just so much more real, mm-hmm. and, you know, and I, Hush was one of those movies where you were, again, at the edge of your seat the entire time. It just really, really, really builds up the tension and keeps you in it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so good. Yeah. They also were, I mean, of course, because she's deaf, they had to play the into, auditory. like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, taking auditory out of mm-hmm. horror, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And it, it was just so well done. Yeah. And... Yeah, because you always see movies where, you know, someone's, like, breaking in and, like, there's, like, this psychotic killer. But this was just such a fresh way to approach the trope. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> my other one, I don't I don't know what category this falls in, because originally I thought maybe it could be slasher in a way, but I think it categorized itself as psychological. Mm-hmm. And it's us, Jordan Peele. Uh, premise is this family goes back to like a beach home that the mom grew up in. It's like a mom, a husband, and two kids. And something traumatic happened to her when she was a child at that beach house. And it's like their first time back. And the entire time she's like, something bad's gonna happen, and she's worried. And then something bad actually happens, where four people are like shows up at the house, and they're all masked, and they're pretty much trying to off them. <laughs> And then when the masks come off, they're doppelgangers of them. And, yeah. That was a good one. I really, really liked that one. And also, like, the reveal at the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, the thing about us is we were talking about Incident in the Ghostland and not guessing the ending. I definitely saw exactly where us was going. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. But, yeah, I wish I kind of didn't. I think, I remember it was, like, the more the film went on, the more the costume that she was wearing ended up getting more and more and more red. And it was, like, signifying that. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's, that was, like, I was, like, oh, I think that's, like, a clue. Because she, mm. by the end of it, it's, like, yeah. Interesting. No, I, I really like that. But I thought it could be slasher because like they're literally just like murdering everybody yeah i don't know what you would categorize that as but i I really like that one and it's it's a good one Mm. i don't have any more i've literally talked about all of mine oh girl okay um i have (laughs) one more i'll say one more which is my creature (laughs) my creature my creature my creature picks i have Two. One is A Quiet Place. Mm-hmm. Just because, again, that one is, like, very auditory based, but they flip it yes. to the point where you have to be so quiet until you, you don't, and then they blast that frequency. Anyways, that was so good because, it, again, it had me at the edge of my seat, and it was, like, a new kind of, like, a fresh take on something, and I felt like it was, like, one of its own kind. Like, I haven't seen anything like that before. Yeah. And the creature design was also genuinely terrifying. It was so good. Yeah. And, like, the scares, the jump scares, everything. I I think it was a beautiful, beautiful film. Um, And then my other one was Nope, Jordan Peele as well. Never seen it. I've been meaning. It's... I really liked it. I feel like it's not as gripping as his other films like Get Out and Us but I really liked the creature design in it I I feel like again it was one of a kind you've never seen it and there's one scene where it shows you what it is like when the creature eats the people and like they're Mm. in it and that was so scary I but it wasn't like it wasn't it wasn't like scary horror it was just like a really good film <laughs> i don't i don't know how to describe that but 
But I, I, I did really like the creature design because you, you get to see Blue Jean. They named it Blue Jean. <laughs> Based on, like, after a horse that Kiki Palmer's character had when she was, like, younger. Something like that. And I, I loved it. I think I don't have... I'm not super into, like, creature horror. It doesn't really do a lot for me. Mm. If I had to pick one, it'd probably be A Quiet Place. I thought it was a great movie, and I really love the sequel. Yeah, the sequel was so good, too. It's rare when sequels are just as good. Zombieland, man. <laughs> Shrek. <laughs> just to name a couple. <laughs> okay. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. And I had something to say, but it just left. You said Shrek, and my mind went blank. <laughs> and what's his name? What's his name? Quietly and Murphy. No, no. Quiet Place. <laughs> to absolutely disown me for not remembering. Kenny loves John Krasinski. Ah, uh, good job, John Krasinski. I think he did a great job. I think it's, yeah, it's like his first, like, horror film. Yeah. I think it was his first film, was it not? I think it might have been. I think he did a great he, job. He, he wrote it, right? Or did it come to him? I don't know. But I remember there was an interview, and he was, like, working on a film. He had the script, and he was, like, going to be casting. And then Emily Blunt, his wife, was like, let me read it. She read it. And then she was like, you have to give it to me. You have to give it to me. <laughs> she was like, it has to be me. Would you say no to Emily Blunt? Absolutely not. Me neither. You know what's a really good Emily Blunt film that I really like? <laughs> what? The Edge of Tomorrow. Never seen it. It's with Tom Cruise. That's not my favorite part, but um, it, it was like a time travel, like a time loop movie, and it was so, it was so, it's a creature film as well, it's like aliens. Probably why I haven't seen it. You should watch it, okay. it's a really good sci-fi. It's not horror, but it's a really good sci-fi. The only thing I can think of for Emily Blunt is Mary Poppins. You can't think of The Devil Wear Prada? Never seen it. Don't hate me. <laughs> All I know about the Devil Wears Prada is it's about like fashion, and I could not care less. <laughs> like until someone tells me what it's, it's actually such about. A good movie. It's like this journalist who was just like, I'm just trying to get a job, and then she goes into she goes and gets a job with pretty much what's in Vogue. I think it is Vogue in there. I don't know, <laughs> but um, and she's kind of like taking a crack at it in the beginning and then she realized how just genuinely how hard it is to be in the fashion industry and then she kind of gains like a respect for it and it's like girl boss mm. making her making making her place in the workplace and like learning to respect and love the work that you're doing and also very fashion based and um Meryl Streep's character was like based on Anna, Anna Wintour, mm. which is the head of Vogue. She has been for decades. Interesting. Maybe I will. I, but I have a long list of movies that I need to it's watch. A, so. It's a good one. It's a classic. It's near the bottom for me. Sorry. <laughs> okay, if you had to pick a favorite out of all of the movies, oh. could you? Could you? Because I don't know if I can. <laughs> I think... It would be down to between Train to Busan and The Conjuring. The Conjuring those two. Honorable mention for psychological. I really liked Ready or Not. You haven't seen it. It's on my list. I <laughs> thought it was such a good movie and it was like this is the worst word to describe it, but it was fun to watch, and I was rooting for her, and I, I loved I loved how it ended. It was so satisfying for me. You know it's a good psychological, but I, not horror? Knives Out. Have you seen that one? It's like a murder mystery. Yes, yes, yes! With um, Daniel Craig. Sure. <laughs> James Bond. Oh, Sure! <laughs> Girl! Girl! Yes. But yeah, it's like a bunch of rich people. There's like multiple. Yeah. It's like murder. I haven't seen the second one. What's it called? Onions? 
Yeah. Something onions. onions. Onions out. Onions out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's out. That was with Captain America. Chris Evans. America's ass. Was he in that? (laughs) Yes. I just remember. Wow. I don't know. Can I spoil it? I'm going to spoil it. Okay. He was literally the bad guy. Oh. Ooh. I don't remember that. I just remember I liked it. It was really good one. <laughs> yeah. With Anna de Armas. I actually I naming like, actors fully knowing she's not going to know them. She's a really bad with names. Not only am I terrible with names, I'm terrible with faces, and I just have an awful memory. Like, I remember I like all these movies. If you were like, tell me how they end. <laughs> You don't remember half of the films that we watch together. You'll, she'll, like, bring up a movie, and I, like, let her talk about it, and then she'll really explain it, and I'm like, we watched it together. And she's like, did we? Doesn't remember any of it. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Like, not, nobody's alone. <laughs> not one brain cell floating around in there. Ooh, I think if I had to pick... Hmm. <sighs> Oculus would be up there. Mm-hmm. Probably because of nostalgia's sake. Mm. It just holds a great place in my heart, whether or not it's actually the best movie in this list. Right. And probably everything in my paranormal category. Mm -hmm. I just love paranormal horror. Ooh! Pinch. (laughs) How much Criminal Minds have you watched? I've watched... I think up to like season nine or ten. Okay, so quite a bit. Like a quite a bit. I I haven't seen the latest, the reboot, and I haven't seen the last few seasons. Mm, okay. Well, the last season ended unfortunately because they didn't know that they were getting cut off and they didn't have an ending plan. So it literally feels like they, like it ended. In the, in the middle, like it just, which sucks, but like I, it, that doesn't like taint the series for mm-hmm. me. You know what? All I could think of this entire time we were talking about this because of we were talking about psychological horror. I don't know what season's from. I cannot tell you what episode. the episode is called or what number it is. But the one where the the unsub kidnaps like women and then would would dress them up as dolls and would have like giant tea parties and they literally were not allowed to move. Yeah, I remember that. And she and like the moved episode, them for her. It was because she was like assaulted as a child yeah. by like her dad or the the doctor. Yeah. And he kept souvenirs yes. of the, the dolls that he gave to the girls. Right, yes. Yeah. That's all I could think of. Oh. <laughs> When we were talking about Incident in the Ghostland, and I was talking about her painting herself as a doll, that is all I can think of that episode. That's pretty much what it was for them. They were being dolled up so that... Yep. (sighs) Yikes. Yikes. You have to watch Incident in the Ghostland, but be warned, it has so many trigger warnings, Mm -hmm. like assault. Yeah. Of a child. Yeah. Of multiple children. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And also murder, gore, everything. Yeah. But that's all I could think of. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I could think of so many freaking Criminal... You know what? Other Criminal Minds episode... No. I watched this Criminal Minds episode way too young. And it has absolutely screwed with me for my entire life. The one where... Is it's earlier seasons too. It's definitely either like one or two, I think. And the dad loses his daughter in the beginning. She gets hit by a car. They have to pull over and she jumps out and she gets hit by a car. Mm. And he refers to her as like his princess, his little princess. And then um, he kind of like kidnaps his family into their car and is driving and a bunch of stuff happens in the middle anyways the FBI is after him for a series of things and then I'm gonna spoil it but this shit has been out for like 15 years so (laughs) if they haven't seen it by now they're not gonna see it (laughs) and then you find out that 
he crashes the car and he's like, they pull him out and he's like, why aren't you helping my family? Like my family's in there. My kids are in there. You have to help them. And then they're like, nobody's in the car. And then he finally looks back and the car is empty. And then it flashes back and it shows him taking a shotgun to each one of their rooms and he's killed his family. And that's why they're after him. Uh, but that was also such a psychological trip yeah. and I was definitely like 10 when I watched it <laughs> and it has stuck with me forever Girl. it was bad dude yeah that was a rough episode the thing about criminal minds is I've seen so many of them ask me to explain one episode to I couldn't but you start explaining the plot and I will remember every single thing <laughs> yeah I've watched a lot of criminal minds in my life, and it's Catherine's fault, because my sister could, like, name an episode. She could literally just speak the episode to you. Like, so I think I've seen Criminal Minds, like, all the way through twice, and there's, like, 15 seasons. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a good show, though. It's like my Grey's Anatomy. Like, I never watched Grey's Anatomy, but I feel like people who watch Grey's Anatomy watch Grey's Anatomy twice. Mm-hmm. You're either a Grey's Anatomy girl or you're a criminal, criminal Minds girl. Let us know down below. Are you a Grey's Anatomy girly or are you a Criminal Minds girly? <laughs> I'm a Buffy the Vampire Slayer girl. Okay, valid. I'm a Criminal Minds girly. I did I, I did watch Criminal Minds over Grey's Anatomy. I couldn't make it through for Grey's. It just, it just lost me somewhere in the middle. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I couldn't even tell you how far I made it. Yeah. Like a few seasons. Too much drama. Yeah, and it wasn't enough to keep me, like, in it. Mm-hmm. Also, there was a character named Izzy. That's always weird. <laughs> <laughs> right? Isn't that, like, weird when a character has your name? Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. I, I, like, hate it when that happens. You know what? The only time I've ever... ever <laughs> wow, try again. <laughs> the only time I've ever had gotten a taste of it, there's two different times. And it's not Amy, it's Ames. Really? Yeah, and it's in Sex sex Education. Ames. Oh, yeah. She calls her friend Ames. Right. And I love it every time she does it because I, I love her. I'm the cake. And I'm like, wow, you're so gentle. And every time she, like, talks to her friend, Amy, she, she does it with so much love. And she's like, Ames. And I'm like, hi. <laughs> and then the other times is in Brooklyn Nine-Nine when Jake Peralta calls his wife, Amy, Ames. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, when I was doing the transcript for one of the episodes, the very first episode, so we would do captions on it, and every time you said your name, yeah. it would... Enemy. <laughs> no, it, it, no, that's what, like, typing, it, it changes it to, but the transcript thought you were saying Amy up. Amy up. Amy up. <laughs> hey, guys, welcome back to Flicks and Googles. It is Izzy and Amy up. We've stopped introducing our names. We have. I just realized. I just realized. <laughs> when do we stop? I don't know. My name is Izzy. My name is Amy. <laughs> Thanks for making it this far into the episode <laughs> without knowing who we are. Appreciate it. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any other movies that you could think of that's not on the list? Hmm. I have so many that I can think of, but also none at the same time. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> I can think of a bunch of movies that are, like, cult classics that are horror that I've never seen. Like, Saw and Jigsaw and... That's the same thing. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Saw is the movie and his name was Jigsaw. <laughs> That's why it's called Saw. Clearly I've never seen it. <laughs> um, I, Saw was fine. I I'm just, just not a gory gal. Like, I can either. handle tasteful gore. I can't handle I am making you watch me cut off my arm as it right. spurts blood everywhere. Well, also the thing about Saw is like he's punishing people who have done wrong. Like he is giving them karma. Mm -hmm. Right? But I feel like most of the movies he's like you didn't pay your parking ticket in 2007. <laughs> Pull out all your teeth one by one. It's like, how is this valid? How is how this fair? You didn't put the shopping cart back at the grocery store. Cut out your liver. Like, what? Oh my god. Some of them are fair. Some of them are, like, valid. Some of them, you're most of them, you're like, this is not. <laughs> I, I don't get what you're on. These are not the people you should be punishing. Yeah. Um, 
I guess honorable mention, not really horror, but I love like the Scream parody movies. <laughs> I, I used to love, I, I watched every single one of them. I thought they were hilarious. Like I usually don't like that kind of humor, mm -hmm. but those ones just really did it for me. I think up until like the fourth one or the fifth one, like I love watched it, loved it. And then anything after that, I just, I stopped. Yeah. I think we used to have those on DVD. Like, I actually. think I did too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because they just did a parody of every horror movie that was like yeah. good. And I remember seeing like the jigsaw. On the tricycle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did I say that I saw, I feel like I mentioned this in the first episode, but I saw a Saw parody musical in New York. Did I tell you about that? Mm -mm. I don't know. About it was that. wild. It was wild. It was the most low-budget, like, parody musical. They were singing. Jigsaw was singing, like... While killing people? <laughs> like, <laughs> It was literally a song where this guy is sawing off his leg and he is singing while he was doing it. And you know what? It was wonderful. I loved it. And I hope they are doing well. Get away from my body. <laughs> I want to live, so I need to cut you off. I'm gone. Not too far off. <laughs> I hope they make it. I hope that show gets off Broadway and I hope they make it. Oh, I love that. I will be searching this up. You should. There was a whole dance sequence with a sex doll. I don't even remember how that fit into the story, <laughs> but it happened. Mm, love. Yeah. That might have been his crime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of other honorable mentions. Advocating for the dolls out here. I just can't. Why can't I think of any other? My mind is blank. Horror films? Yeah. You know, the first ever horror film I saw, I think it was Chucky. Mm. I saw Chucky, and then there was a doll that I really wanted at the market, and then I like didn't get it that day. Then a few days later, I saw Chucky, and then a few days later, my uncle, like, surprised me with the doll, and I remember he was <laughs> liking it. I remember throwing it and, like, scream crying, and he was like, this is what you wanted, and I was like, I, uh. <laughs> like okay. You need to watch the newest Chucky. I think it, it must have come out in, like, 2021 or 2022. It was good. The last Chucky I saw was Chucky and his bride. <laughs> <laughs> they they made it, like, some people mo not mo <laughs> Some people might not like the new Chucky. Because was it called Chucky? I think it was. Anyways, they did it um kind of like it wasn't paranormal. It was like AI. It was an AI doll. And oh. it was like the the AI short circuiting. Oh, like that doll that the, do you okay. Do you know the doll that was like I think AI robot and then it was like dancing? And Megan? Like, <laughs> yeah. I never saw that movie. Me either. But I saw it like all that? over. Uh, I don't know. I saw it everywhere. everywhere. It was, it was the she exact was, same. She was dancing everywhere. Yeah, no, it totally didn't <laughs> dance. <laughs> no, it was the exact same, like, premise of Chucky. They kept it very parallel, like, very parallel, mm -hmm. but they just changed it so it was, like, AI. And I liked it. It was good. Um, I, I think some of the most terrifying horror films that I've ever seen are like actually like Bollywood films <laughs> which I know like when you think Bollywood you think of like those really cheesy like yeah. scenes on like Instagram where everyone's making fun of it I get it but they do have films that aren't like that at all and there's some that are like really serious and they do horror really well <laughs> I'm gonna try and remember the exact movie that I'm thinking of but I it, it was one of those where I actually had to, like, look away. Like, I couldn't... I, I couldn't watch what was happening because it was truly too terrifying for me. <laughs> I think it's just, like, a Hindi, like, horror film that I'm thinking of. It's called 1920. I could not tell you what it was about, just that <laughs> it truly terrified me. Okay. And I had nightmares for weeks afterwards. <laughs> um, and the main girl, the actress that played it, I think she was genuinely like 16 or 17 in the film and she killed it. Damn. Killed. You should watch it. Okay. 
1920. It's on the list. Put it at the top. <laughs> I don't know about that. It's Halloween week. <laughs> hey, I have so many horror movies on that list. Um, I think they, like, moved into, like, a house. Like, she had just gotten married. They moved into, like, a house that I think her husband was, like, renovating. Mm-hmm. It was, like, an architecture of some sort. And then, and then shit happens. I think it's, like, a possession movie. Okay. I think it's, like, an entity possession. I have some honorable mentions. Yes. And one of them, well, they're actually both books that I have read, weirdly. I know, guys, I didn't finish one of them. See, I wouldn't have read it because I don't read a lot of horror books, but I should. Yeah. You lend me Pet Pet Cemetery, and I still have That's one of them. I haven't cracked it open. That's, oh. The book is so good. I saw the Pet Cemetery. I'll it on my Kindle. Okay. (laughs) I, if I read, it is horror. And I've read a lot of good horror books that I'm not going to mention right now because they're not movies. But I read Pet Cemetery, obviously, Stephen King. Such a good book. The book is so good. The newest adaptation of it left a little bit to be desired. I saw it. Yeah. I love it. it. Yeah. It's unfortunate that that was your first introduction to, introduction to it because the book is... So good. I figured most horror movies will be kind of different. Like, I think mm. they just kind of take the plot and then they adapt it. Yeah. <laughs> and the original Pet Cemetery. I mean, I I find it hard to watch older horror movies because the effects weren't there. Some of them are really good, like The Exorcist. But I it's an honorable mention because I love the book and not really the movie. And my second one is um, Amityville Horror. Because yes. it's it's like so cheesy, and they're like it's based on a true story, and then like green slime starts oozing out of the wall, and you're like, is it though? <laughs> and if you actually read into like the true story, a lot of the conversations that you hear from like the pastor and whatever that happened in the book and the movie didn't actually happen. Like there was a lot that they fabricated. They took their liberties. And I wish they kind of just left it base level and built a little bit off of it. Like I really did not need the green slime oozing from the walls. You know, I really didn't. It could have been good on its own, but I think that's an honorable mention for me because it's classic. I think the only horror book I could think of is a book called Tender is the Flesh. And it's... uh, You would hate that book, actually. (laughs) Um, The premise is... Take a shot every time I say the premise is. Because I've said it for every single (laughs) one of my picks. Anyways, my last one. Um, Some sort of, like, disease has made animals, like, not edible. Like, you can't consume their meat anymore. So instead of the entire world... I think it's actually just the U.S. Or... mm, No. Instead of the world the whole world turning vegetarian, they decided to farm humans and they make cannibalism, like, legal. Right. Because that is... That's the obvious... Yeah, yeah. the choice. Mm-hmm. And the whole book is told from a story of this man who owns a plantation that, like, farms humans. Mm-hmm. And he ends up, like saving, like, a girl that was supposed to be in the, like, one of the girls that died, but he ends up saving her, and then ends up, you know, mm -mm. and she ends up pregnant, and then the thing is, the entire time, he actually has a wife who is estranged from him because they recently lost their, like, baby, and she's, like, coping with that guilt, so the book pretty much ends with the girl giving birth, and then him pretty much killing her, taking the baby, and him and his wife, like, taking the baby and raising it as their own. Tender is the flesh, everybody. I I miss who I was. (laughs) I miss who I was before you said any of that. I, it was one of those books, truly, that I read it and it made my skin crawl like I so absolutely disgusting horrifying and I I cannibalism itself I don't like like I thought you were gonna be like cannibalism is fine (laughs) any media relating to cannibalism I don't watch it I don't read it I don't really it's not my cup of tea um, but that one I, I saw and I was like, oh, I'll read it. 
I regret it. Regret it. Instant regret. So much. Mm. That's why I said you would hate it. I would. I would hate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, that's kind of all I got. I'm a little tired. Me too. Anyways, this has been our favorite top horror picks. If you agree with any of them, or if there's ones that you think we should check out, leave a comment. If you disagree and you think we have terrible taste, leave a comment. comment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hope you have a great spooky season. Hope you watch a horror movie tonight. Please do. If you haven't seen any of these, go watch one of them tonight. Mm -hmm. I hope we gave you some options. We gave you categories. I hope it doesn't get any better than that. (laughs) Um, You can find our podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts and also on On YouTube if you want to see our beautiful faces. Yes. Find us on Instagram, TikTok, Spotify. We made a playlist and YouTube at Flicks and Giggles Podcast. And we will see you next week on Halloween, bitch! (laughs) Woo! All right. See you next Tuesday. (laughs) 